hello everyone and welcome to Ooh Honey Child. Yes. It's your girl KC here. And y'all know it's worldwide wit and we've been on a little hiatus cousins but please don't hate us. It's a new year but it's the same us. 2018. You know how y'all living? I've been in the gym about two and a half days so far. KC, how you making out in the new year? Dang. Getting close to the well, it's the middle of the month. You've been in the gym two days. All right, New Year's resolution. And a half, and a half. Let's not negate the fact that there's a half day. Okay. And then I did some at home exercises. All right. right. Better than zero. Better than zero. Better than I've been doing, and that's for sure. Um, I haven't been doing too much except growing a fetus. Okay. Um, I am. Yay! Thirty-eight weeks and two days today. Um, I have two chins. Um, stretch marks are are stretching. Mm. Uh, shoe size has gone up one whole size. Um, carpal tunnel, ladies and gentlemen, carpal tunnel, and Jesus. I look like I've been drinking flat bottom tea. But other than that, well, other than that, I am <laughs> blessed and highly favored, is what it sounds mm. like, and it's really a gift. It's a gift. You are carrying a life, mm. you mm-hmm. know, um, I am. <laughs> slash, um, uh, slash <laughs> moocher. And, and, and it's, Good. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, haven't we all yeah. mooched in life? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the circle mm-hmm. of life. You know, that's what they Yeah, I'm looking forward to the return on the investment. That is for sure. So, you mm. know, let's let's okay. just get to it. Let's get cracking. Let's get started so we can see what <laughs> the outcome is going to be with this situation. I guess I shouldn't be so practical about it, but, you know... No, no, no. I totally understand. I totally understand. You know, it's like if you buy a house and you had those closing fees and all that that you had to do, maybe a little bit of reno, right? And so you want to see those things appreciate over time. So um, maybe you're cooking up the next LeBron, right? Maybe you're cooking mm-hmm. up the next Obama. And so we'll just have to wait and mm-hmm. see. Cousins, I'm just looking forward to being the world's best auntie, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fly in, right, on a private mm-hmm. jet. Do my thing, whisk the baby off, go to Paris maybe, all right, drop the baby back oh, off, wow. and then be out. World's greatest auntie. Now, I can't do that probably in the first 10 to 15 years, but you got to speak these things as though they are, okay? <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. So I'm just trying to believe that, all right, trust in that, and have faith. So I hope y'all New Year is going well so definitely, far. Definitely, definitely. Hope you guys are starting it off really, really well, really well. So, um, let's jump on into the show. Um, we will be discussing maternal health today, mm. just to kind of stay on topic and on theme, if you will. Um, so even if you're not pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant, you probably know someone who has been affected by pregnancy. <laughs> Yes. Oh, not affected, child. Is it I'm a condition saying, of I'm illness? Just it's just, it's just, it's just good I, info to know. That's it's true. just good info to know, um, ladies and gents. And so, um. <laughs> so true, so true. I mean, because if you look mm. to your left and you look to no. your right, 
chances are all three of y'all are pregnant, KC, but not me because I'm not drinking that water. Yeah, stay away. Stay away. Go to the bottles. Bottles only. But okay. All right. So uh, for our You Go Girl today, I wanted to highlight um, a maternal health shero, Dr. Jackie, who is on the Married to Medicine show. So um, Dr. Jackie, she works in... Uh, private practice actually it's like a a little collective that she works at called comprehensive women's OBGYN in Atlanta Georgia she also has um another facility that she partners with and works along with as well and who else let's see here she went to the University of Mississippi actually and that's where she got her medical training Hmm. um she did her residency in uh at Mercer I think she she did some some work there while she was at at Mercer and then um she finished that up in 97 so it sounds like she's been at it for about 20 years 20 years in the game um so not only is she wonderful because she is serving um you know African Americans and you know can kind of relate to them and that's always helpful it's not necessary of course to get the care that you need but it is nice when sometimes when you see a black or brown face when you go and get medical care um and that is one of the reasons why she went into the profession is because um not only for that but because she wanted women to be representative of who you know the people who are doing the OBGYN work um I yeah I'll save that story about having a male um OB for another day it it wasn't horrible Mm. but I wasn't as relaxed for sure um or you can just save it for later in the show sure and he was fired but it wasn't because he was a man oh my yeah he actually did really well with the um physical exam um it was not the worst one I've had (laughs) I'll tell you that much I did not walk out feeling like you know like I had been violated like he that was fine it was right (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't some hand that rocks the cradle type no it's just he he was he was just a little dismissive I'll just say that whenever at the end of the um of the appointment he was a little dismissive and I was like okay that's not gonna work for me but I digressed so Dr. Jackie she, um, like I said, went to University of Mississippi, did her residency while she was over at Mercer. Um, she has two undergrad degrees, so she's super smart. Oh. Um, but you know what, Dr. Jackie, aside from that, honestly, <clears throat> on the Married to Medicine show, I see Dr. Jackie kissing babies quite a bit. <laughs> I see her, uh, li- literally, I see her doing charity work because she ha- had breast cancer twice, and she's a survivor. And oh so she has um, a foundation set up, and and she does that, you know, kind of philanthropic work, if you will. Um, and she also <laughs> loves to torture or push and encourage and empower her friends by <clears throat> taking them through a series of um, activities and exercises in her Fit is a New It campaign. Um, so you'll see her doing obstacle courses and um, you know, like different games and having healthy snacks um, to promote that on the show. So I think it's great. Um, I love Dr. Jackie, not just because she's a woman of Alpha Gappa Alpha, but because she has a very gentle spirit Ski to the wing. for the most part. Um, 
and she just seemed so natural to me like she she like uh-huh, her uh-huh, her uh-huh. hair I mean I know that <clears throat> she's probably got some pieces <laughs> added in for thickness uh-huh. what why are you laughing no, because you're gonna be like, she just seems so natural. Now, what I will say is, she has some weed, but nonetheless, no, it's just she had like I was like, you know, stalking her Instagram recently. She just seems genuine she and, she seems and so authentic genuine. and a real person. I understand, it's like, you know, like yeah. some people yeah. their weaves and wigs. It's like, oh my god, did you really have to plop that thing on your head like that? Like it's just, she just looks so natural. I really, you know wish she could have had her own child because I think, you know, that probably would would be her ultimate wish aside from everything people see that she has, you know, her two homes and, you know, cars and, you know, practices and such. But she wasn't able to have her own. Well, you know, Casey, let's... Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that because, you know, I'm I'm not, I don't watch Married to Medicine. I've caught it a couple of times. And, you know, from what I did see, Dr. Jackie does seem to be, you know, one of the more level-headed, uh, peaceful uh, people of character on this show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know she was going through a divorce. And so was she unable to have children or was it because she waited late uh, mm-hmm. you know, if do you have any insights on that? Yeah, so I know that she had a miscarriage, um, and around the time she had oh. a miscarriage, she found out she had, you know, breast cancer at one point. Um, and then of course she at some okay. point I don't have the the exact date she had to go through a double mastectomy, and so I don't know if you know time kind of ran out, if you oh will, and she already had some fertility issues or what happened. But it just it just never happened, and she's OBGYN, so if she could have made it happen, I'm sure she would have. And so um, it just didn't happen for her. But she um, she has a beautiful spirit, and um, just want to kind of highlight her today because of. Um, my addiction to marriage and medicine no <laughs> because she's just an awesome lady that's all so a you go girl is in order for dr jackie walters yeah big up to you dr jackie you know and everything that you and thank you casey for highlighting her on the show because i honestly didn't know that much about dr jackie's background but i did attend a conference here in atlanta mm-hmm. um towards the end of the last year and she was there and you know i could definitely feel that, you know, authenticity and, and you know, just uh, a realness from her when she was there and just being so polite to all the people who wanted photographs and, you know, everything. So, yeah. shout out to you, Dr. Oh, Jackie. Yeah. Keep on keeping on, girl. Mm-hmm. All right. So, it's time for the You Go Boy, and we're going to have to give it up to my brother from another mother, Mr. Sterling K. Brown. And if you don't know who Sterling K. Brown is, he's been around for a hot minute, but, you know, his roles were a little bit smaller. He really, really got the notoriety he deserved when he was featured in uh, the O.J. Simpson uh, versus the People mm-hmm, mm-hmm. series, which won tons of award where he played uh, the prosecutor on that show. And it was really, really good. Y'all need to go check it out if you haven't seen it. But <laughs> just recently, Sterling K. Brown made history at the Golden Globes by becoming the first ever, okay, mm-hmm. black actor to win in the best actor in a TV drama category. And... You know, it's something to celebrate, but it's also something to lament over quite a bit, right? Ladies and gentlemen, it is 2018. 
All right. We're in the 2000s. Why is it that a black man has just one in this category? Well, some may say, well, there haven't been black men who have even been in the category, right? That's that's a disparity right there. <laughs> but and it makes me think about Hattie McDaniels and when she won the Oscar for Gone with the Wind and she was playing a nanny. Um, side note, biopic in development. Can't wait to see it. Give these people their flowers. But, you know, I'm just so proud of Sterling. Um, Casey loves This Is Us. I really haven't gotten into it that much because I know it's a good show, but it's an emotional roller coaster. Right, as good for the soul, but you will also have to break out those Kleenex. And so, also last year, uh, Sterling K. Brown won the best actor in a drama series for This Is Us, and this was the first time that a black person has won that since 1998. <laughs> and that's a little bit crazy. I mean. You know, it, it's just what. When will we ever get to the the point where it's not the first ever black person? I'm here for it. Obviously, I want all of our melanated mm-hmm. folks to rise. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. a little crazy, you know, for us to be this far down the road. Yeah. Casey, what are your on thoughts? The eve of MLK Day and all that jazz, Black History Month will be upon us before we know it. It is definitely a still I rise. We shall overcome, but haven't quite overcome anything um, type of place you know of course the going from the cotton fields to the jailhouse yards you know pretty much is where our men are populated Mm. it's just it's just sad and and not rehabilitated if you will I could go on and on but yeah it's tough what would Martin say (laughs) what would Martin say yeah so um I do love I do love so, Sterling K. Brown yeah. though. So Shout out back to him. on up. Love Sterling K. Brown. Loved him in The People versus OJ. Uh, yeah. Very nice uh, work there. Alongside um his white counterpart. I cannot remember her name. But they, they had some wonderful chemistry on that show. It's just it was a dynamic show. But this <laughs> is us, ladies and gentlemen. I just got into it uh during the Christmas holiday. Um I was introduced to it by my sister in law and I was like, Oh, I don't wanna watch this, but I guess I'll give it a shot. Watched the first episode and I was hooked. It is not at all what I was thinking it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um so, if you think, man, maybe I'll give it a shot, you know, because, you know, I might have a free day coming off of work or just hanging out on the weekend and kind of bored and need to try something new, I, I would say go for it. Um, the premise or how it gets started is pretty much um, there's this young couple, um, madly and idealistic love, and they um, are pregnant with twins. No, triplets, sorry. Pregnant with triplets. Uh, they deliver in the first episode and one of the babies dies and surprise surprise now Casey, Casey, slow your roll slow your roll some some of the people out there may not have seen it you gotta well, tell i'm trying them to get everything. them hooked as to Just how they got a taste so it was a white couple okay I'm trying to get okay let them see how black sterling k got into it long story short sterling k is okay, somehow okay. available on for adoption around the same time they deliver their baby. Let's just say that. And so they scoop them up and they go, you know, they leave the home, they leave the hospital with triplets, not clearly biological triplets, but they got two vanilla and one chocolate. And so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there it goes. Um, So, so if you guys want to kind of delve into that, please do. 
we would love for you to get on the journey with us. I am only in um, season one. I've been dragging and moving around to different shows. Um, however, the last episode I watched was really the only one um, that made me cry. Um, I thought that it would have been a lot more emotional for me because I am, mm. you know, almost three quarters of the way through season one. Um, but yeah, just I, I've been doing pretty good so far. So so far, so good. Yeah, um, so. that's good. I may have to actually go and watch because if you with all those, you know, pregnancy hormones only cried once, mm-hmm. that's that's a good sign for me, you know, yeah, to be able to check it out. That. All right. Well, those are, those are my thoughts on Sterling. <laughs> yeah, Sterling is awesome. Y'all keep your eye on them. Denzel, you better watch out. Will Smith, you better watch out because, listen, Sterling K. Brown is coming. He's nipping at your heels. He's been popping up on Insecure. He's in the new Black Panther movie uh, alongside my bae, Michael Bay Jordan, as well as Chadwick Boseman. So, you know, just keep watch because he's coming. And I just want to give a big you go, boy, to Sterling K. Brown. Casey, let's move this show along. All right. So for Family Matters today... I just want to kind of quiz Wit, see what her uh, maternal health knowledge was looking like these mm. days. So it's really just a fact or fiction, true or false, whichever you choose. Just um, try to be consistent. <laughs> no, let's do true or false. Um, for a few things that people say, and it's like, oh, is that real? Is that true? Is that how it really goes um so yeah let's just jump right on in so first one is pregnant women should stay away from seafood true or false true but you know that uh us melanated women are love some crab legs all right a little bit of fish okay a little bit of sushi so, I mean, no, they should definitely, I mean, they should definitely stay away. Um, <clears throat> that, that is, uh, that's false. That's false. Um, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, we all know that fish is, uh, well, some fish are high in uh, the omega-3, um, fatty acids, um, which is good for brain health and all that. Um, and... It's as long as it's cooked, it's fine. It really is. You should you should limit your oh. intake to um, a certain amount of servings per week, but you shouldn't totally deny yourself. Um, there are lists that have like things you should just completely stay away from, like the ahi tunas, but you don't have to deprive yourself, ladies. Okay. Um, so hmm. let me see. And of course, I had a seafood. Beast last night, so hey, you know, exactly, exactly. you name it, it was, ooh, it was delicious. So, you name it. The next one is, let me see, let's find a good one. Okay, so the notion that your month of birth can tell you anything about you as a person is a is just foolish astrology. True or false? 
You're trying to ask me if <laughs> the horoscopes and the signs hold weight? Of course yes, they do. Okay. True, true. Team Sag out here, okay? I've been looking mine up. My, so my due date was originally January 23rd, now being induced on the 16th. And so that totally has changed things up. All right, so our next one is stress during pregnancy is always bad for the fetus. True or false? True. You can't be out here just, you know, doing all this stuff, getting the baby all worked up. So wait. Am, am I right? You you are a scholar of sorts. And so um, <laughs> you have to watch out for those words like always and, you know, never and, you know, all those things. Better, best, blah, blah, blah. So it's not always bad. Of course, you don't want anyone knocking you between the washer dryer. Mm. However... A little stress every now and then has been shown um, that um, infants, their brains uh, work at a faster speed than moms without the same level of stress um, Hmm. during pregnancy. And so there may be some some benefit to not just, you know, sitting around drinking um, juice or, you know, water by the pool every day and hanging out in the hot tub so yeah just put yeah. some headphones on your tummy and listen, let the baby listen to some india i read that's what i say really really mm-hmm. okay we'll have to check right. with dr jackie and see you know if that's a good one or not <laughs> all right let's find another one all right so pregnant women should avoid exercise true or false totally false um how do you think mm-hmm. uh, all these people be having these snapback bodies you know what i'm saying you got to be true. out there in the gym i mean don't <clears throat> overdo it but definitely you can get some exercise in am i true mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. true oh yeah definitely definitely no 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 you're you're correct um pregnant women should be exercising this pregnant woman um decided at about eight weeks that she was done and oh. she was not going to exercise and okay. that, my friends, is why I look like a Teletubby crossed with a hippopotamus right now. It's not oh. cute. So Yeah, that's an accurate <clears throat> description. Oh, Jesus. How are you just going to agree with me? You're not okay. supposed to do that. See, that's but, like... yeah, it's like a hippopotamus is like my new ma- mascot. But, um, yeah, the nurse... During my first appointment, you know, we found confirmed everything was like, you know, I got some moms who just want to lay around and not do anything. Like, you know, you need to stay active. And I was like, well, dang, it sounds like if you lay around, you're still going to get a baby at the end. And so in my head, I think I just turned off that part of me that was like, you need to be a lean, mean, pregnant machine. And I just didn't, you know, rise to the occasion, ladies and gentlemen. So not only is it good so that you don't look like a hippopotamus, but it will help with mobility, which is limited for me right now. I'm about to be in a hover round. It's just, you know, you need to stop. stay mobile, okay? Stay mobile, stay moving, walk, lift, run, swim. Do what you do can. Do what you can. Do mm-hmm. what you can. Yeah. Um, let me see here. You want to do one more with? Yeah, let's do let it because I'm killing it right now. And one more. We should have um been keeping some type of tally or something, but it's okay. It's all for fun. This one here is one I really wanted to. Okay, so basically, the the question is, 
you can tell what you're having by a boy or girl by how the mother is carrying that true or false false i don't believe that because i feel like people always be like oh it's a boy if it's like down and dropped and it's a girl if it's like up and pointed out and it's triplets if you know something's going to the right (laughs) and something's going to the left and you can sling something over your shoulder i think that's definitely a myth i'm gonna have to go with false final answer okay um that's actually um true so it might not be it might not be the way they're carrying necessarily but some of those old wives tales or folklores are actually they science is confirming there there is some truth to it and i tell you what before we revealed our gender uh, we had a gender reveal party at our church um most of the ladies who were like "Mm, 75 and up 70 75 and up got it right and they had no no apprehensions at all about like oh yep you're having this yep Mm-hmm. Um, of course, then all the younger people or, you know, just like whatever their gender is for the most part, that's what they wanted, which is fine. It was fun. Um, however, I just thought it was really interesting. And I'm like, tell me, tell me your old ways. You know, like, how do you know? And, you know, they wouldn't tell me, but I'm like, that's interesting because I've heard, you know, if you have like that, that line from your belly button, mm-hmm. then that, sh- that tells you that you're having a boy. But I'm like, it wasn't like I was walking around holding up my shirt, you know, for mm-hmm. them to see. So, um, well, Casey, you dirt. also uh-huh. are down in the low country. So I just feel like they be knowing they own something extra. So they probably what does that mean? just, you know, what is, what does that mean? Something they extra. Probably just feel you... the spirit of the, of the fetus <laughs> and know, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the fetus people. You heard mm-hmm. it here. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> you heard it yeah. in the low country, they be knowing. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Right. So basically, um, things such as women who have more morning sickness um, are more likely to be carrying a girl. Um, Women with huge appetites, which sounds like all pregnant women, um, will will be more likely to carry a boy. Um, So there's some others, but there is. Is there anything in there about uh, women who eat Subway and Krispy Kreme uh, religiously? Is that a sign? Of a certain no, okay, no, and we're gonna move on. Okay, we're gonna move on. Um, but you know, because you mentioned that, <clears throat> really, I think it's between like three hundred and forty and five hundred and forty, something like that. No, sorry, three hundred forty calories, um, up to about four hundred and fifty calories is all that's extra and needed whenever you are pregnant. So when you're saying I'm eating for two, well, you can kind of, but you don't need to eat twice your calories, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, well, thank you Whit, for participating, um, no in a little trivia about, mm-hmm. um, some maternal health facts, um, or fiction. So let's see. I think that that, um, Wraps up our family matters. Um, so next so we have, do you remember the time? Do yeah, you so to. Remember? Ah, ah, ah. Do you remember Remix? Ah. Mm, That's that mm. 2018 flavor. We're, we're, we're testing some things. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. <laughs> so for, do you remember the time? We are talking about um, OB and GYN stories. Wait, you want to go first? Oh, well, I mean, you've been probably about 30 more times than I have this year. 
But, you know, it's never fun for me. I mean, maybe some of y'all enjoy it. I particularly don't, you know, welcome having to throw open my thighs, okay? Put my feet up in those stirrups, slide to the edge of the bed while some strange person examines my lady bits. Why do you make it sound so dramatic? Throw open your thighs? Is well, that really how I, you feel? Well, I mean, that's how it is. And I, I will say that here in Atlanta, I've had, you know, a good gyno experience. Um, you know, okay. definitely good bedside manner because, you know, you're already going in there and literally bearing, you know, your innermost parts. So <laughs> it would be nice if the person who is about to go and dabble in there was nice, you know? So for me, I'd say that it's something that I don't look forward to. Don't, you know, I mean, obviously it's, a, it's, it's necessary. All right. You need to go and get your annual ladies, go and get it checked out. Make sure everything is in order. Everything is working the way it should. Um, and it's essential, right? It's just hard sometimes being a woman. I tell you, it's hard. We don't get a simple mm-hmm turn and cough right mm, so we're there it's in those stirrups invasive. with that with that flimsy and 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 just off-putting cover-up right while 35 people could just be down there looking and perusing through your christmas i know mm-hmm. for myself that one of probably the most awkward visits that mm-hmm. i had was not to uh, the gynecologist I got referred because they thought something was going on, right? Okay. And I went to uh, this place for them to take some pictures, essentially, of my ovaries. And so with that procedure, Casey, I'm not sure if you've ever had that, they put what's like a phallic-shaped device inside of your body. and Phallic? They take phallic. Wh- what? Phallic? What is that is word? That not, what word? I'm well, trying tell me to another do, word. I'm trying to conjugate if that's the right thing. Phallus. <laughs> is phallic not? Let me just let me just Google it. Just yeah. give me another word. What does phallic. it look like? It's a penis yeah, shaped tool. Okay, thank you. There we okay. go. Okay. I mean, phallic, phallus. Yeah. Stay with me. All these us. <laughs> All of these if I have the question, someone people. else will have it too. Well, that's true. Okay, <laughs> phallic. I'm going to give y'all the Webster's definition right now. Relating to or resembling a phallus or a wrecked penis. Okay, okay, thank you. There you go. I've had that. You've been educated. Before. Oh, you have? Pretty rough. Okay. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I, I'm not a fan, but, you know, God is good. I've only had to do that once and everything checked out. But, um... <laughs> I I never can get quite comfortable enough. It's 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 just weird, right? Um, but I've never been examined by a male gynecologist, so I definitely uh, want you to to share mm-hmm. that experience. But I mean, overall, yeah. I haven't had anything like super traumatic. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's it's weird. Like I just can't get used to it. So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So for me, I would have to. So um. Just to FYI, OB um, is, you know, works with maternal health or, you know, preconception, you know, prenatal, postnatal, 
that type of fun. And All the, the natives. The GYN works with the Lady Bits, um, mainly mm-hmm. that uh, need some maintaining <laughs> the vagina, <laughs> the uterus, the ovaries and such. So um, and that's just a little FYI. I think it's interesting that, you know, they can do both. I feel like you really will. I take that back. It sounds like they've been trained to do both. But usually when you mm-hmm. go to one, they're doing one or the other. So, um, the exam with the, like I said, seeing a man was not bad. It was just how he, uh, was dismissive at the end of the appointment when I had a question that I had already Googled pretty thoroughly. So I pretty much knew the answer. I just wanted to get a little reassurance and guidance and education from an educated person, you know? Um, and he did not provide that. Uh, I think Mm. that the exam may have been more traumatizing for my husband who was in the room and he was like, oh my God, no, you know, like, you know, so he didn't make those noises, but you could tell that he felt, um, Mm. he probably felt Mm. violated. So Mm. anyways, so I digress. Now, now was Uh that, was that doctor, let's discuss the melanin content of that doctor about what percentage Oh, and see, and herein lies the problem. Herein lies the problem, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm so glad that Dr. Jackie's just out here, okay, Mm. for Mm. the culture. Because I'm sure if it would have been Dr. Jackie, if Dr. Jackie would have been on your side, she would have answered your question thoroughly, and she would have reassured you, okay? And everything would have been fine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I also... I don't know. It was just rough. It was rough. He, I needed a high blood pressure medicine, for example. He he sat at his computer for at least twenty minutes and googled, you know, what to do. And I was like, well, oh dang, my. we could we could be elsewhere. Why you Google, sir? You know, or put mm-hmm. it on your tablet so we don't have to watch you. You know that type of thing. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. He's been doing awkward. this for so long. I just feel like hypertension's pretty straightforward. It's like, hey, can we um right. just try something out real quick that you have tried over your past thirty, forty years of doing this? But yeah. Anywho, so I had to change hospitals. I mean, hospitals with doctors. Um, like, the whole practice. I had to leave them because I tried two doctors there, and it just it just wasn't working out. So, I'm happy with where I'm at now. Um, so, an experience, though, um, for me, I would have to say um, I had my cervix checked recently. So, that was interesting. Mm. Um I was okay. li- I was lied to about what that was going to be like. Um, oh, my. One of my, because I've seen so many doctors, because uh, the hospital I'm at is a, it's like a teaching hospital, if you will. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I see a lot of different doctors and residents. And one of the doctors was like, well, it's uncomfortable, so we don't want to put you through that a, lo- a lot. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm mentally prepared. And then the next time I talk yeah. to a doctor, she's like, oh, it doesn't hurt. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. So when I go in to get it done by yet another doctor, um, I at one point was like, ma'am, are you just using your hand? Are those just fingers? Oh, because my goodness. Um, fisting is a word that comes to mind. I don't know if what she had up there. Oh, no. But it was it was pretty rough. And, you know, they give you the usual, you know, put your bottom down, relax your bottom. Um, let's just say. That if I were to relax my bottom, some bodily fluids probably would have been released. And I couldn't do that I'm to her. I'm just saying, how are you supposed to relax your bottom when she's essentially in there mixing a cake inside of your cervix? Yeah, and that's pretty much... With a yeah, And then she, I guess, had to double and triple check to be like, oh, well, you're closed. And so it's like, not dilated a bit, but I'm like, while you were up there, could you just open it up a little? Because you were already up there. My goodness. Um, right. So... 
I um I know that they probably they as in the people the doctor and the nurse who was in the room were probably thinking, ma'am, if you can't deal with a little cervical check, you know, baby's coming. But I'm pretty sure while she was examining me, I was like, oh my goodness, I was not ready. I am not prepared. And I was like, I was like, I am not doing well. <laughs> and I was like, this is not mm-hmm. this is not good self talk. It's better than I guess cursing, right? But I was just like. Mm-hmm. I am not doing well. So, um, with that being said, um, you better than me. I would have been cursing everybody out in the room from the, yeah, the residents to the doctor, to the nurse, yeah. to the other nurse holding the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I walked the janitor, yeah, the receptionist, when I checked out, um, the lady was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. I was like, it's look of just pure shock on my face because I was like, I had no idea. I was, I felt traumatized. Like literally I felt traumatized. Um, mm. And then the lady, the doctor who did my exam popped up while I was checking out to let them know something, you know, about like a test I needed. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, there she is. You know, <laughs> like get away from me, you oh, crazy lady. Awkward. You know, like oh. you're the one that just, yeah. you know, violated me and <laughs> tore open my leg. 80 bits with your little hand oh, and she was melanated my goodness um she okay, was young and melanated but, but she traumatized me yeah and then or at least she had little hands yeah it was it was just really weird and awkward i'll just say that much there was a lot yeah. of probing but could you imagine if there was a man in there checking mm-hmm. it if there was like mm-hmm. a man and she with his large and hands? she was probing different orifices like i had no idea that she was gonna uh, probe more than the vag oh let's just say that for tests she probed mm-hmm. oh my goodness because i knew they were testing okay. me for like that- this typical like there's this thing called strep be or something that women have to get tested for because it's not harmful to you but it is harmful to the baby if they get it when you are delivering and it, mm-hmm. they just have to have an antibiotic it's pretty like a lot of women have it and you just have to you know get the baby the medicine when they come out so it's no big deal but then I was looking at my test results and girl they they test you for everything from HIV to gonorrhea chlamydia I was like wait I didn't ask for all this mm. they didn't tell me of course it's right. smart you know to make sure you don't have any of that you don't want the baby coming out with clap on his face but um yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to remove those bills. You need to call Keisha in medical billing and coding and tell her to remove that from my chart because I didn't ask for those tests and I won't be paying for those. <laughs> silly. But you like, I could have went to the clinic and got that for free. But all right, so enough of that. Those are those are my stories. Those are my tales, if you will, from going to the OBGYN. Um, it's not all that bad, ladies. <laughs> but, this is my story this is my song we hate going to the gynecologist and the ob Mm -hmm. all the day long well casey sorry you went through that uh but let's move it on to whites colors and delicates yeah so ladies and gentlemen i um i have a master's in social work and so i um have that training um around mental health that was like a focus area of mine when I was in graduate school um I work in mental health currently and so I wanted to just touch on maternal um and mental health very briefly essentially yeah you know if you notice that you know someone who is pregnant um let's see if she is not as motivated as she has been in the past. If she is lethargic and, you know, like low energy beyond what you think is probably 
normal. It's not just like, oh man, I got, I feel down today. If it like persists for several days and it seems like she just can't shake it, those are things, those are warning signs. Those are triggers, not triggers, sorry. Those are warning signs that something might be going on with the mom, the mom to be. Mm-hmm. This can happen before baby's born. Um, I'm sorry, before baby's even conceived, you know, that can be a stressful time. It can happen while the woman is pregnant. Of course, we are all familiar with postpartum depression. There's postpartum psychosis, ladies and gentlemen, as well. Um, What's that? Postnatal psychosis. So it's pretty much where, you know, the person starts um, hallucinating. They start seeing things, hearing things, becoming delirious. Um, That is... After having the baby. After having the baby. Um, You know, there's... I'm pretty sure you all have heard of infanticide. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Whenever women kill their babies. I mean, it's just something that happens. Um, And there's clearly some science behind it, which I don't know. I'm not super privy to that. However, any combination of stress, um, you know, depression, untreated mental illness, lack of support, you know, or feeling like they don't have support is going to possibly push someone to the edge, um, to feeling like, well, I don't have any other options. I'm going to hurt myself or, or hurt my baby. I'm going to stop this, you know, from, Mm. from happening. Um, being, you know, that the baby would have been the one, the thing that has been introduced. It would be that thing that was, was new, um, in, in the situation. So, um, if you know someone who's already has a mental illness before they become pregnant, of course, you want to try to give them a little extra support um, and they need to go to a mental health professional so they can go to their OB <clears throat> um, and they can get medication um, and they can get referrals to um, therapists and psychiatrists that's ideally they would go to a therapist and or a psychiatrist sorry a psychiatrist and a therapist because um, psychiatrists will be able to prescribe the medication and monitor um, and then the therapist can provide, you know, some talk therapy. So, um, just keep that in mind because sometimes I've seen it where the OB has prescribed medication, um, and it works what I've seen. It works most of the time, but it doesn't work all the time. And you want a psychiatrist just for that second opinion, really, because that is why they, Mm -hmm. they went to school to study mental health. And, you know, so that's just, I'll leave that at that. Um, But yeah, definitely, um, if you see any warning signs of uh, your family member just acting differently, seems like their behavior has changed over um, several days, and it's just like they they just can't shake their emotions, please, please, please tell them to ask their doctor um, to just kind of assess them and see how their mental health is doing. All right? Yeah. Yeah, this is serious, guys. So, you know, Casey, thanks so much for shedding light on that because I think oftentimes, you know, it is 2018 and there's this uh, thinking sometimes that, well, women have been having babies since, you know, the beginning of time. 
Well, not the beginning of time, but, you know. And it's like, you you guys do this all the time. And, you know, there's so many people, you know, back in the days of big farming families. And they'd have 12, 13 kids. Those women were also probably going through these very same things, you know. And they weren't getting the treatment and the things that they needed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you do see someone struggling reach out right reach out check on them make sure they're doing okay right and it it doesn't have to necessarily just be depression sometimes they get real amped up and they're anxious or having panic attacks um they could you know like i said already have a a mood disorder um or a psychotic disorder such as schizophrenia like you just have to really really try to Keep your eye on these ladies. Like I said, like you're holding their hands, like they're the babies. But you just want to let you know. A lot of people think about the physical health of the mom, and they know a ton about um, postpartum depression. But there's there's a continuum um, as far as how mental health can affect women who are trying to conceive and who um, are pregnant and who have conceived. So that's all. Just want to give you guys a little info on that. Um. All right, so where are we with? Help me out, mommy brain, pregnancy brain. It's time for the lean on me moment, Casey. Lean on we me. made it to the end yeah. of the show. When you're not strong, because I'm going to need an epidural Mm-mm. to help oh, me my. carry on. And push the baby out. Mm-hmm. Oh, have mercy. Um, So... For the lean on me this week, I, unfortunately, I'm going to go first. I don't have anything serious. I've heard lots of advice about, you know, what to do in preparation for being a mother. Um, it's going to be an interesting situation. I'll just say that much because I'm going to be raising a little black boy who will turn into a black man. And that is wild to me because you know it just depends on a whole bunch of I was gonna say which side of the coin you're on but there's so many different views on it it's just like our women sometimes are just hypersexualized and seen as like these these vixens mm-hmm. and or they're seen as this angry black woman um or they're seen as you know just random different stereotypes you name it we're seen as that I just want my child to be an individual to be seen as a person to not be seen as a threat I don't want to think about wow if my child's skin color is this this, then he may be more likely to be harassed by the police. I don't want to think these things, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a reality. You know, his dad's already like, well, I got to teach him how to do this and that in relation to how he is going to relate to police and people in authority. Like, I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, you know, but it's just a reality. Of course, I want him to be a child and a baby and all of that, but it's just the reality is where we're at. We shall overcome and we have not want to be more positive, but mm-hmm. we have to be realistic to mm-hmm. survive. That's just how I feel about it. And um, I feel like I'm trying to be a realist and not be super optimistic and definitely try not to be negative um, about the situation. But just some of my thoughts about the upcoming birth of a little black boy. Um, and the advice, the advice that I got, which is super silly is, um, (laughs) make sure you cover up the baby's privates because when the air hits it, yeah, (laughs) that's 
What does that even mean? Right. It was really, um, so there's these things <coughs> called um, PPTPs that I really, I put on my registry and I didn't get and it's totally fine. It was not necessary, but basically all you do is you put, it's like a little cone shaped thing and you put it over the baby's private so that when you change him he's not peeing all over you but you know oh that's not nice. <laughs> just told that like as soon as the air hits it he just goes and i'm like okay this is just weird like, mm-hmm. but yeah. but yeah yeah so we'll see hopefully i won't get peed on mama's been talking about that <laughs> yeah. i'm not changing any diapers so i won't have that problem yeah hopefully I won't all get right casey on. well if uh if you are done i'll move it along yes. to my lean on me which is from the cult classic Dirty Dancing. Mm. Now I mm. had the time of my life and I've never felt this way before. Oh, yeah. Yes, I swear uh. it's the truth and I owe it all to you. Uh, Dirty Dancing, hey. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, all right. Well, we're done singing. And and my quote, okay, Casey, my quote is, nobody puts baby in the corner. And what does that mean, ladies and gentlemen? That means that if you wake up in the morning and all you can think about is singing, then you're supposed to be a singer, girl. <laughs> Chase these dreams. Chase. Even if you're 38 and a half weeks, these dreams are meant to be chased. Chase. Okay, even if you are single living in Metro Atlanta mm. ch- with no baby, <laughs> chase these dreams. Chase them. Chase them. Do you do what you got? Let do. 2018 be your year. I know some of you said 2017 was going to be year. There was others that said 2016 was going to be their mm. year. Make the choice to make 2018 your year and don't let anybody put you in the corner on your dreams, on your goals, on your passions. If you want supernatural debt cancellations, go and get it receive it make a budget though make a budget they're just just not gonna happen on its own okay you gotta put some action behind these things right and you can make these things come to fruition all right we've all had some setbacks but don't you know that a setback is a set up for a comeback i'm preaching to somebody receive this word on today cousins receive this word now with that being said i'm actually really about to be put in the corner because casey is having this baby and no one will care about me anymore i was the youngest and the cutest for quite some time but my crown is being relinquished in just a few short days so y'all keep me lifted as we all go through this transitional time yeah. with this uh newcomer to the it's family gonna be transitional. Sure it's gonna be great it will be all these people you know wanted this child and we'll see how they do with you know making it a village effort as well because i'm like don't come to me unless we need to nurse because all y'all just had to have a baby you were salivating at the mouth and where where oh. are you where where are you so hey right we'll, the baby here where y'all at now exactly Exactly. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'm just so excited that we're back with another episode in the new year. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally happy to be back. Bye, cousins. Bye.